Hello friends and welcome to the show. This episode of HR Oxygen is brought to you by Boss Builders University. If you're looking to train up your supervisors and managers, please check out our newest offering, The Art of Being a Great Boss. In this 13-month program, I'll be taking your managers through our driving results curriculum, which includes topics on communication, performance management, motivation, delegation, problem solving, decision making, team development, and much more. The sessions are virtual, running one hour each month, and I'll do it using our popular sketch and seminar, graphic art and storytelling format. No boring PowerPoints, stale stories, and outdated tools and techniques. The sessions are engaging and provide tactical, practical tools that can be used immediately after the sessions. You can either have your entire organization take our program, or if you have just a few folks, join one of our many open enrollment cohorts that start every other month. For more information, visit us online at thebossbuilders.com. As we wind down the year 2021 and hope for a much better 2022, it's usually the time when people start thinking about their New Year's resolutions, their New Year's word of the year, their New Year's intention, their, I don't know what they call those, uh, vision boards, all that stuff. That's what everybody's doing right now. And if that sounds like you, it would be a good idea for you to have some help on that journey. Our guest today is Passion Moore. Now, Passion is a life coach who works out of the Middle Tennessee area. I've known Passion for a few years now, and she is a life coach. The topic today is how to be your best self. Passion's going to give us some ideas on how to think about the coming year. She's going to talk to us about some strategies, some things she can help you with, and she's also going to introduce us to her, her brand new product, which is the Know Yourself 30-Day Journal. Had a great time chatting with her. I think you'll enjoy it too. So you know what time it is. Let's make sure that personal item's under the seat in front of you. Buckle that seatbelt low and across your hips. Time for us to taxi to the runway. Should the cabin lose pressure, oxygen masks will drop from the overhead area. Please place the mask over your own mouth and nose before assisting others. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the HR Oxygen Podcast, the show focused on the overworked, overwhelmed, and underappreciated HR professional. And now, here is the host of our show, the boss builder, Mac Monroe. Passion more. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Mac. Thanks for having me. I'm really glad we could do this. Yeah, I've known you for a while now, and just a little while ago, you shared some exciting news that you are moving into a, a real exciting career direction. And that's going to be the topic of our, our show today. The topic is how to be your best self. And this is something that you are working on right now. You've got an exciting product and I want to talk about the product and I want to talk about your journey and I want to talk about the steps, but we probably ought to start with the journey. So I was hoping you could share something about your background with us and what's kind of brought you here today. Yeah. Yeah. So I am, um, I'm a single mom, so my journey just kind of starts with me finding out that I was pregnant at uh, an early age, 17. I was still in high school, um, and then just trying to navigate what was next for me. Um, had you asked me back then what I wanted to do with my life and what I was going to do next, I had no idea. Um, so the pregnancy alone just kind of motivated me to get motivated. Um, I had to figure out what I was going to do next, um, what I wanted to do to help provide for myself and my son. Um, and then it made me realize that I'm nowhere near where I needed to be with thinking um, or planning towards what life is going to be after high school. 
So that's kind of where I am now in realizing that a lot of people did not have the same support system as I did um, for me to have made it as far as I have today. And I want it to be able to give that to other people who didn't have that same support because it's important. Well, that's it. And you've you actually overcame quite a bit of obstacles to be able to get here today. And so I would imagine there would be people listening to this right now that say, wow, I, I didn't know it's possible, but here we are and here you are. And, you know, it's an exciting time. We're winding down the year. People are beginning to think about how can I be a better person? How can I be a better partner, spouse, friend, employee, whatever whatever it is? This is the time people think about it. So I think it's a pretty timely time that we're chatting today. So you are now a life coach. And so I was wondering if you could kind of tell me what made that the big decision for you. Yeah. So I know I love talking to people. Um I think I've always been one of those friends that have had an open ear um, to our to, for my friends or even people that um, aren't really close to me um, and giving not just sound advice, but allowing them to list, like say everything they wanted to say, but also help them navigate, you know, what was going to be the next step for them, you know, rather was a difficult decision or, um, you know, super easy. A lot of times we all know what we need to do. We just kind of need to talk about it and then process. Um, and so I realized I wanted to do some sort of talk therapy um, with women in general, um, but I didn't really want to do counseling. I didn't want to diagnose people um, with mental illnesses. Um, I think that's great, but I know that's not what I needed um, to feel fulfilled. So I went to school um, to be amongst pregnant women originally, because I did my internship um, at a pregnancy center and I felt like I, it didn't matter what money um, I was given, I was given nothing, but I really enjoyed it. Um, And so from there, they didn't have any openings um, at their facility. And so I just kind of looked around for other jobs that would be very similar Um, And I couldn't find anything without needing to have a counseling degree. So I went back to school um, to get a counseling degree and still realized this is not what I want to do. And then um, just after doing some research within that same school, I saw that they had a life coaching business or or life coaching uh, degree. So I switched my major and I went that route. And uh, they're very similar in a lot of ways, um, but the major difference for me was I do not want to diagnose anybody or um, give them any type of advice. I want them to be able, everybody has the answers within them. I think it's all possible. We all just need like an extra push. Um, Counselors are really great with that too, but life coaching was different. It's, I felt like there wasn't as much as a weight on my shoulder and I can see people transform their life still. So you're almost a guide to help somebody versus somebody who is going to sort of kick them in the rear end and push them in that direction, right? Yes, for sure. Yep. Okay. So Passion, I want to ask you, a lot of people talk about life coaching. I remember as the pandemic was really getting bad, I saw a thing on Facebook, you can be a life coach in six weeks. And I thought, I don't know, if somebody's looking at Facebook midday, they probably don't have a job. And therefore, I would be a little concerned about somebody helping me through my life, if your life's kind of a train wreck, is life coaching like that? What is life coaching? Life coaching is really 
like you said, that that's always my thought too. Like, you know, can anybody do this? And technically anybody can do it. Um, however, life coaching, they, there is a lot of training that can go behind it. A lot of it is preferred um, that you do have some type of training. Um, and so there's many um, facilities that have like some type of six week training. I have a master's degree in um, life coaching, but also with my own personal experience as well. Um, and with life coaching, there is so many different areas that somebody could be a life coach within. Um, so life coaching really is just coming along somebody and walking them, walking alongside them um, throughout their process and holding them accountable and then giving them next steps or helping them figure out what their next steps are um, with whatever their journey is. So they come to you, kind of tell you what's going on in their life. Um, and then usually everybody knows what they need to do, um, but just helping them rewire their thoughts and figure out, okay, well, this is what's going on because of this. And if I was to get, this is how I can get to the next step. I have to figure out what's in the middle. And so that's what life coaches do. They kind of help them navigate different obstacles within life and get, move around them. So uh, I want to go back to really the title of our talk today, and that's, you know, how to be your best self. What, what is a best self really look like? Cause I want to know if maybe I'm there or if I'm close to it, what is a best self? I believe being your best self is just trying to be better than what you were the day before. Um, there's always room for growth. Um, we're always constantly learning um, as we go throughout life. And so just trying to be better than what you were before and learning from not just your mistakes, but mistakes from those around you, it's always um, really beneficial. So trying not to repeat same mistakes, but mistakes happen and life happens. And so just learning from the lessons that life has and then moving forward in a more healthy, um, responsible way. Um, so I believe being your best self is anything that, well, being your best self just means how you respond to obstacles in your life, if that makes sense. So it's not sort of like, well, I have, you know, there's a part of my life where I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a grandfather, I'm a consultant, I'm a speaker. I mean, does it go along the dimensions of what we do? who we are? Is it all of the above? I mean, could I pick and choose one? It seems like, you know, for a best life, there's a lot of dimensions to it. Yes. So that's a good question. So definitely being your best self, it revolves around all dimensions of life. So if one area in your life is lacking, it is going to affect some other area. So say you're lacking within, you know, your occupational dimension, you don't like your job or usually finances is probably lacking. Um, or if finances isn't lacking, it's your social um, wellness in that area. All of it correlates. And so being your best self is making sure that you can manage all of those areas at within the same time and not feeling overwhelmed. That you're, I wouldn't necessarily say um, pleased, um, but content at the same time. Content is a good word. Um, everything, like I said before, there's always room for improvement and everything, but you have to be well in all areas. And so usually when we think of wellness, we think, you know, you're physical and mental, um, but, you know, spiritually, financially, um, those things are also a part of your wellness. So all dimensions of life are definitely with being your best self, making sure that you're okay and good in all areas. So if let's say, for example, I was 
consider to be at my best self? Does it stay there or do I, because let's think about this. If somebody was at their best self, like in January of 2020, after that, the wheels came off, right? Everybody suffered. I don't know anybody, maybe you do, because you are in this space. I'm not, but I've not met anybody who's come out of COVID better for the experience. Everybody has taken a beating. Everybody has scars, emotional, mental, so in some cases, most likely physical. So, I mean, if I was at my best self before, and then I went through this turmoil, do I have the journey to rebuild back to, would I go back to the old best self? Or do you think that it would transcend what was best self because of our experiences? You definitely don't go back to your past old self. I think we're always evolving, just like the world is um, constantly changing. As a person, we change. Our likes and dislikes change um, can, all the time. So when we go through turmoil and we're learning more about ourselves, um, and so becoming your best self is knowing more about yourself and your limits and your boundaries as well. So definitely become a better version of yourself at the end of any any situation. Um, so yeah, COVID has has took a toll on a lot of people. Um, a lot of people within my own um, circle the virus itself was not something that was of concern, but um, things going on with inside of us. So rather it be um, mentally um, or just, you know, thinking about jobs that had nothing to do with the virus at all. So um, you definitely become a better version and it's not going back to your best self from a year ago. It's somebody completely different, Um, a different mindset about life, a different outlook, um, so yeah, that's a good question. I definitely believe it was somebody else. Yeah. So I guess it wouldn't be right for me, for example, to say, eh, I, you know, I might be at a good place now, but I want to go back to my old best self. I mean, can you go backwards or is that even a, a thing that you would want to do? I can see people going backwards. I'm not sure that's necessarily a positive thing though. Um, I think as we grow, we should grow to do better. There's always something that we can grow from, um, rather that be a change of friends um, people, some people go backwards and it depends on the situation, I believe. Um, so it really does depend on, you know, what that best self was, you know, and what you're doing now, if you're, you're doing okay now, um, and you were doing fair in the past, but you just felt happier than maybe it's your surroundings that need to change and not necessarily you going back to the past because you've probably grown since then. Well, I would hope so. I mean, I because I could go back and say, you know, I, I was probably at, I mean, not the peak when I was an, a senior in high school. You know, I was like the man. I had hair. I was in good shape. And, you know, now I'm just a kind of an old ball headed shell of that self. <laughs> but I would not say, you know, hey, passionate, can you coach me? I want to go back to where I was in high school. That's probably not going to be realistic, right? Right. Yeah, okay. it's definitely not realistic. Yeah. Okay, good. Because I'm not sure I really want to go back there anyway. I kind of <laughs> like the mileage. The mileage might look better on me. So so let's talk about your your ideal clients. You kind of gear toward a younger population. And and I guess I thought maybe you know, life coaching would be somebody who's older, like at midlife. Yeah. Is there a benefit to finding a life coach in you know earlier in life? I think so. Um, I definitely believe I, I I was raised on, you know, learning from not just your mistakes, but others' mistakes, as I I said earlier. And I think as a younger person, a lot of people like myself, I didn't have um, an older, you know, best friend to look up to. I was kind of like that older friend 
um, for a lot of my friends and they kind of learn from my mistakes. Um, but you don't necessarily have to make a mistake for, to learn from one. Um, and so I think with life coaching for the younger population, being able to come in front of somebody and say, hey, what is it that you want to do? Um, and helping them get there is more beneficial. I think um, it's beneficial for young people because there's a lot of waste and money that goes into like, you know, I want to do this, but I, I want to go to a four-year school because that's what I'm supposed to do. Versus there are some of these things that um, I can get to the same place without spending that much money. And a lot of younger people don't have that guidance. And so um, I think that's why I reach for the younger population. I think it's important for them to have some type of guidance and to know all of the resources and um, what what's the best option for them. Okay. So your company name is You're Better You. So it's you are and then better you. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people will name their businesses after what they do. You know, we, we are boss builders. So of course, there's a lot of people that say, oh, you must build houses. No, 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 <laughs> we don't build houses. We build bosses, just like the title says. Yeah. So you've chosen your better you. So obviously you don't do management training and you don't build houses. So where is the connection of your better you as kind of your company name? Yeah. So honestly, that that is what I do. I try to help people become their best self. And so if I'm talking to somebody, I'm like, I want to help you become your better you. Um, and so that's that's how I came up with the title. Definitely want to be my best self. Um and I think everybody wants to be in a place where they, they're better than what they were the year before. I think we always make New Year's resolution goals um, and then we never get there. And so why is that? Um, I think we always we often forget um, what our goal is. And that is just to be better versions for ourselves, um, of ourselves, for ourselves and, you know, for those maybe looking up under us. So that the name is really what it says. I just want to help people become their best mm-hmm. selves. Yeah. Great. Great. So passion, who is the ideal client for you? The person listening today, who would you say, like, if you are kind of this person at this stage, what is the ideal person that would work with you? Yeah. So I would say my ideal person is um, someone who they're in a lifestyle that, that they just kind of feel stuck in life. They don't really know what's next for them but they know they're unhappy with where they're at right now. Um, They know they have other goals. They had goals at some point and dreams at some point, but life just kind of got in the way and they have other responsibilities. Um, And so now they're just kind to trying to just going with emotions, um, just living day by day and not really thinking or putting themselves first, um, but knowing that they want to. So my ideal client is somebody that, you know, they think about, oh, yeah, I didn't want to do this, but now I don't really know. And I don't really know what I want to do. Also, if I do follow my dreams, um, then I'm kind of probably going to neglect, you know, what other responsibilities I have. So um, I just don't have time for that. So my ideal client is somebody who thinks that they cannot reach their goals um, just based off of life circumstances that they're in currently. Okay, that sounds good. So you have a journal that's coming out. Tell us about the journal. I do. So um, it just published as of yesterday. Um, It is called Know Yourself um, and it's on Amazon. So the journal is a 30 day journal um, that is to help you get to know yourself a little bit better. Um, And so it helps people kind of dig into um, things that happen 
uh, their experiences from the past to things they're going through now um, and figure out who's in their circle, um, you know, their friends, their support system. And then it also helps them um, on each page. It helps them just think about, hey, what do you need right now? Just thinking about themselves, putting themselves first. And then also the wellness, I added a wellness will. So it does talk about the seven dimensions of wellness and it allows them to rate to see where they're at um, each day. And so by the end of the journal, they can probably see, um, you know, if they've grown in some areas or declined in some areas um, of wellness and see where they can um, fix that. I also um, help people start um, writing goals down. Um, and I use the SMART uh, goals in there. And so I kind of walk them through how to do that in a more simplistic way so that it's understandable. So um, I'm really excited about the journal. I think it's going to be uh, really helpful for some um, anybody to really just get into the journal, learn more about themselves and transform their mindset from one stage to another within 30 days. Now, oh, I love that. Well, I have one more question for you, Passion, and I was just wondering, so, you know, my my great uncle, he's, I think, 98 years old now, and I remember a few years ago, I said, you know, I'm going to ask him some business advice because he's owned many businesses, and, you know, I was expecting this great nugget of knowledge, you know, I'm like, oh, this is great, and then he says, uh, he says, who motivates the motivator, and I'm like, I'm about 20 years too late with Uncle Art, he's definitely lost it, but then I thought about it, and I thought, you know what, he's absolutely right because he knows what I do for a living. And, and he's right. You end up, at least I do, you know, you're helping people on a regular basis. After a while, you're like, God, I got nothing left in the tank. Yeah. How do you overcome that passion? Because I don't do coaching and I don't do any of that. I mean, I do, you know, advice giving and workshops and whatever. And, and you could burn out. I could absolutely see where a person who is a life coach could burn out. How do you keep yourself going? Who motivates the motivator for you? Um, I think for me is my past motivates me a lot, like knowing that I don't ever want to be back in that position that I was in before. Um, and then seeing other people just transform uh, their lives um, or being unhappy and feeling stuck at some point and then seeing joy um, out of their life. I think that motivates me. Um, it, it means the world to me just to see somebody light up um, because of where they're at in their journey. And then also, of course, for me, my son, just wanting to see him in the same light of, um, you know, being excited for life. Um, because I mean, life happens, it happens all the time and it's gonna continue to happen to us, but it's not the end. Um, so I think me setting goals alone and doing whatever it is that I feel happiest in, um, that motivates me, so. Great, great, well, your son's pretty blessed to have a mom who's a life coach. The only challenge is, at least when I remember, like when I was a little kid, you know, I thought my mom knew a lot of stuff. Then in high school, God, my mom is dumb. And then <laughs> later it's like, God, my mom is smart. Now she's in her 80s. I'm thinking, ah, mom, I need to help my mom out again. So there's that little window where your yes. kids think you're amazing. You're, you're getting to that point at some point. But yeah. would you absolutely encourage your son to eventually get a life coach. I mean, I would imagine it wouldn't be you because you know, mom and kids, they don't listen, you know, but would you recommend that as he ages and grows older? Yeah, I definitely recommend it. I recommend that if you're looking for a life coach, make sure your life coach has a life coach too. Um, <laughs> it's super important just to have some uh, extra accountability, um, especially somebody 
looking on the outside in, um, I think it's the best thing that you can never go wrong with that. Just like, I feel like everybody should have a counselor too. Um, but yeah, I will highly recommend that to him. Wonderful. Well, the last thing we got to talk about passion is maybe the most important. If somebody's listening to this today and says, man, this is the podcast I needed to hear. I need to work with passion more. I need to get a copy of the book. So remind us again, the title and we get the book on Amazon, but how do we reach you passion? How would a person reach out to you to begin a coaching relationship with you? Yeah. So, um, the name of the book, it's on Amazon. Like you said, it's called know yourself. Um, and so you can find it on Amazon. Um, and then you can reach me, um, via messenger, um, with Facebook. It's, um, your better use so is spelled U R B E T E R. And then you, the letter U, um, and then on Instagram as well at, um, better you dot underscore. Um, and so you can also reach me at my website at www.betteryou.com. All right. So www.betteryou.com. Is that better oh. with just a letter U or yourbetteryou.com, right. right? It's Yeah, yourbetteryou.com. www.yourbetteryou.com. Got you. All right. Well, listen, if you're listening today, this is no better time to get your act together than now because we are about as of today, 25 days from Christmas, another five or so, and then we're in 2022. I don't know anybody who says, boy, I really hope we have a horrible 2022. 2020 mm -hmm. and 2021 were amazing years. I want some bad news. Nobody in their right mind is going to say that. So if you're listening, you're, you definitely, I think, need to take her up on this. Passion, thank you so much for spending time with us today, sharing your journey with us and the resources that you have for us today. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the HR Oxygen Podcast. We hope you found something today that will relieve your stress, feed your soul, and pump you up to face another day. At Boss Builders, we want to let you know that we appreciate the hard work you do every day as an HR professional. And as a reminder, always make sure to adjust your own oxygen mask before attempting to help those around you. Be well.